Uh, good afternoon, Gillian. How on earth can a mirror help us deal with pain? Yeah, it does sound a bit bizarre, but there's a fair bit of evidence for it. I mean, the first thing to, uh, to perhaps explain is that uh, we all, uh, both um, in the lay world but also in the medical world, are probably still used to the idea of pain being a simple signal that comes from an area where you're injured and goes up an electric wire or nerve and rings an alarm bell in the brain. And for most simple purposes, that's true. But certainly for chronic pain, which 20% of the population uh, in the world and certainly in Australia have, it's a bit more complex uh, than that. And what we're beginning to understand is that um, we experience pain in the body and other sensations such as temperature or where our arms are in space, those sorts of things, in what we would probably call a virtual body. So in all of us in the brain, we have like a, a little GPS map. And this tells us that our arms are by our side or next to sort of our legs, uh, tells us whether we're feeling hot or cold, nauseous, and indeed whether we're feeling pain in a part of our body. And briefly, what we're learning, and certainly this is very strong research uh, in the eastern states of Australia, is that if you've got an injured or chronically painful body part, particularly like an arm or a leg, you can actually reprogram this body map or this GPS in your brain with mirror therapy or with mirrors or with even virtual reality techniques. So it sounds almost as though you're, you're tricking the brain. How, how, do you, how do you use the mirror? Yeah, what it is, uh, it's mainly for chronic pain at the moment in limbs, so in arms or legs. And what we're thinking is that the brain is used to getting input nerve sensations from your arms and legs. And if you have a chronically painful arm or leg, uh, one example might be uh, an amputation, the so-called phantom limb pain. The body then thinks, gee, something is wrong with that leg. It's not its normal position. I've lost a bit of it. And then it scrambles the program in your GPS part of the brain. And therefore, by using a mirror, you can actually reprogram it. So what we do, for instance, in people who have lost their leg with an amputation, for instance, and a lot of your listeners may have heard of the phantom limb pain, where they get pain in the leg part of the leg that's missing. What we do is uh, we put that part of the leg behind a hidden mirror, and the patient actually looks at the reflection of their other leg in the mirror, and the brain then thinks, hey, the, uh, the missing leg is back. That reassures the brain. It's, it's really actually to do with electrical circuitry. And over time, with training, that actually can dampen down all those uh, unpleasant sensations because basically the body sees that the leg is back to normal even though it's the reflection in the mirror and therefore it settles down all those alarm signals of pain. Dr Visit, doesn't your brain know somehow that it is just a mirror and does that not counteract the effect? Yeah, that's a fascinating thing. That's what you would think. But this is all happening really at a very subconscious level. And even though we would sort of obviously know this is not my leg, what's overriding it is probably the very powerful subconscious processes involved. So they've certainly looked at, again, it's a very strong research group at the Neuroscience Institute in Sydney. It's a Professor Mosley who's very much involved and certainly some of uh, my colleagues at the Fremantle Hospital are also doing work on this. But uh, to, to the cut the long story short, certainly it's happening at a, at a strong subconscious level. It's certainly not trickery. It doesn't mean that it's actually a psychological pain. All these pains we talk about, such as the phantom limb pain after an amputation, or a lot of people might get um, maybe even an RSI pain that's been quite topical over the years in the, uh, in the media. It's not trickery. It's not fooling your brain as such. It's really a, a reprogramming technique at a subconscious level. We're talking to Dr. Eric Visser on Afternoons. Dr. Visser is a pain medicine specialist and involved in research using mirror therapy to reprogram the brain into believing a painful injury 
has gone. So does it tell us anything about how pain works in the body as well, if you can reprogram your brain to think it's not in pain? Now, this is true. It's certainly, again, as I said earlier, it's more than just a simple electric wire or nerve going from, say, your stub toe to your brain. The virtual body is part of the process, and this mirror therapy is an example of that. But what we're also understanding, again, mainly with a view to chronic pain rather than simple uh, acute pain, is that lots of body processes are involved, uh, anything from the immune system. One very interesting bit of information that's coming out in the literature is that people, a lot of people we see with a chronic pain, say in their arm or leg or their back or whiplash, those sorts of things, uh, if you talk to them, they have pain in many other parts of the body or even in the whole body. And they have like other, referred pain. Absolutely, and even whole body pain. Some people call it fibromyalgia. And along with that, you get chronic fatigue, depression, sleep disturbance, lack of energy. It affects all, all aspects of life. And what we're beginning to understand is that the immune system, fighting off infection, those sorts of things are very important because if you think about people with chronic pain tell us it feels as if they have a dose of the flu every day of their lives. They're tired, they want to curl up, they've just got no energy, they can't think properly. And they've done blood tests and they've done research now showing that the same chemicals go up in the bloodstream in people with chronic pain who have all these symptoms as for people that have a dose of the flu. So it's possibly the same mechanism. And rather than having a virus setting this system off, it's actually the injury or the uh, trauma like a whiplash or back injury that can actually set this off. So it's quite fascinating. It's complicated, but we're understanding the whole body is involved in the generating pain, not just simply nerves and, and the brain itself. And how successful has it been? Is this, is this a, a therapy for pain relief that has successfully worked on its own or is it something that you use in conjunction with drugs? Oh, the mirror therapy definitely has been well researched and is still having a lot of research. There is, again, the condition of the phantom limb pain, pain in a part of the body like a leg which has been amputated. And there's another condition in which people get a very painful nerve pain in an injured arm called a regional pain syndrome. They're very common and very debilitating chronic pains. And the mirror therapy and the virtual reality technique, so it can actually even be used using virtual reality goggles such as like a Weem machine and basically uh, producing a, a visual limb uh, that's not there or just making the limb that's affected by pain look normal again. All these techniques have definitely been scientifically proven with very, very strong trials. So in, in the literature, actually, it's quite uh, strong evidence for these things, mainly been trialled for limb pain, so legs and arms. But now, again, in Sydney and other places in the world, they're going to be using mirror therapy or virtual reality maybe to treat whiplash pain, and chronic back pain because, again, it may work in these situations as well. It's incredible. And you're speaking at a meeting of anaesthetists tomorrow in Perth and explaining this research. What's the reaction of the profession generally to this so far? Certainly with uh, great enthusiasm. Again, um, traditionally we treat you know, pain initially with a, what we would call a biomedical approach, medications, doctor-driven approaches, needles, etc., but when you've been a pain specialist for not too long, you realise that's not the key to it all. It's part of it. Medications and needles are part of treating chronic pain, such as back and neck pain. But really, we do have a failure rate with this, and you certainly learn to realise very quickly you need a whole team group approach uh, using psychology, physiotherapy, occupational therapy, 
And now, in places such as the Fremantle Hospital, we also have very good pain programs, really engaging the patients. At the end of the line, it's the person in pain themselves who is the best manager, but we just give them information and techniques and resources to be able to manage on a multi-pronged approach. And certainly that's being accepted more and more in, in the medical profession, uh, changing from the 1950s approach of trying to just use medications, needles and blocking nerves, to trying to do all these things uh, in tandem as a sort of a, a multimodal approach. Dr Eric Visser, pain medication specialist and anaesthetist at Fremantle Hospital, explaining that new research there that suggests the latest treatment in pain could involve using a mirror instead of a drug. Thank you so much for talking to us on Afternoons, Doctor. Thanks for the opportunity, Jillian.